Come on. Time is right. The time is now. Welcome to Lifeblood. Be well, and welcome our guest, strong and powerful Dr. Allison Kay. Welcome, Allison. Hi. Well, I'm here. glad to be here. Welcome, George, to yeah. me. <laughs> <And> listeners. <laughs> yes, I love it. Dr. Allison is a PhD. She's a best-selling author, a speaker, a master mind-body energy medicine practitioner. She's a holistic life coach. I'm excited to have you on. Dr. Allison, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Mm, why I do what I do. Well, it's... I remember it was a bachelor's level in my first major, and it's a psych major, and third semester in sensing that this is just not answering the question of how do we be the happiest, most thriving version of ourselves possible. And so from there on in, basically, I've been looking at the responses to that question and ended up to the holistic model. I was a synchronistically, I had moved to San Francisco to go for my master's and ended up getting a job working as a political advisor on campaigns and had such success that they put me in such tight races increasingly I had to learn how to manage that stress so I was walking through a bookstore one day and this lavender colored book flew off the shelf and stopped me in my tracks and it was on meditation and so I learned and it was such a natural fit for me that I began to teach it pretty soon thereafter about a year out and why I do what I do is I seem to have this natural connection to my own intuition. And so like the maybe three times tops I went against my own guidance in my late teens, I paid the price. And so I learned to always listen to that voice. I've always felt really connected. Like my older brother and I used to tromp through the woods when I was growing up. And I, he'd be ahead of me like jumping on the dead tree limbs to break them and just doing the kind of boyish stuff and I'd sure. be like behind <laughs> yeah and I'd be like behind him just kind of in connection with everything like looking down at the forest floor being with the little magical dragonflies and critters in the streams or creeks we were tromping by and through and just feeling like this total connection to everything and it wasn't even until an interview a couple of years back that somebody asked me a question that made me say, well, you know, I've actually always been like this. So it's been an aspect of learning how to deal with my gifts and then how to cultivate them. So that brought me to Asia, in fact, where after after a certain point in the public school system, I had a master's at that point teaching English literature, which is what my bachelor's ended up being in. And I was running energy medicine sessions alongside in holistic health and wellness sessions alongside as a part-time revenue stream the classroom teaching and in the uh, public school I was actually teaching meditation and qigong to boys at the middle school level with one of my colleagues as a club meditation and qigong because they were mostly the boys were the ones that were labeled ADD and ADHD at that time um, so there was an integration there with the teaching alongside the holistic health and wellness and energy medicine. And so about two and a half years into that, I found myself like on a Saturday morning balancing my checkbook and just not being okay with how I was not thriving. And I felt caged kind of as if, man, 
am I looking at this now for decades? Right. This is my, you know, mid to late twenties, and I just, and I had already been overseas, lived overseas, traveled halfway around the world, um, had been in both hemispheres at diff- at that by that point, and that sense of adventure and fun and easy abundance was no longer there, and it wasn't acceptable to me. Couple that with a session that happened with a client of mine around that same time, where I was over her solar plexus and sacral area and she was having fantastic results and making great progress and really lightening up and her body was much more fluid and much more vitality and I was pleased and so I just asked this question okay universe how can I get even more robust results for my clients so I been asking what else was possible from this career where I felt hemmed in and also that second question I came to learn about the international school system within a month and did the necessary action steps ended up getting interviewed over a weekend where all the heads of different international schools from all around the world come in and like they each have their own hotel rooms and then there's chairs outside their hotel rooms and we were interviewed like so I was in Lebanon you know in mid-morning and then I was in um, Colombia later in the morning and then I was in um, Taiwan early in the afternoon and blah 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 for two two and a half days this was a head-spinning experience got a bunch of job offers and chose to go to Taiwan the small democratic Chinese nation where they can live traditionally with their spiritual beliefs because I considered them the seat of not only understanding and having at least 5,000 years of Taoist wisdom about how energy flows, like through acupuncture and Qigong, the basis of all martial arts, but also they still worked from it and organized their society in medicine from it. And like in the West, we used to have that understanding with the alchemists and then it all went underground into the mystery schools. So I had already, by that point I had learned, I think it was two different energy medicine modalities and had already been studying holistic health and wellness while in the States in what we might refer to as ancient power mysteries within the Native American culture. So I went over to um, Asia and then just blew it all up, learned about, went way deeper with my meditation practice and teaching. I would continue to teach it to students in the school system, particularly seniors when applying, or juniors really, when applying to universities, and they found it incredibly helpful. And then um, I was treating expats and local Chinese while still over there, and kind of gradually moved into this coaching I realized I was doing when a colleague of mine asked me some more penetrating questions about what to do with mindfulness after he had been meditating for a bit after initially asking me about it so um, 10 years goes by and I come back to the states with a mission of clarity around we would have it so much easier on all levels in life if we would not run from our minds but learn how to work with them in our subtle energy system. Because I'd also gone to India, got trained as a yoga teacher during a Chinese New Year break between semesters and was just very clear that there's a dearth of understanding and I'll even go so far as to say ignorance in the states and the West around the effect our subtle energy system and consciousness has and how it's our undercurrent to all of what shows up in the physical and if we were to tune less into the physical and have a more balanced perspective with consciousness and energy we would just have it a whole lot easier more vital more fun and joyous 
And then I learned it was the um, spiritual awakening times from 2012 to 2032. I was approached by Voice America to do a radio show around the Mayan galactic alignment December, for December 21st, 2012, in like 2011. And I was doing nothing whatsoever with it in my business. And nonetheless, I said, I'll get back to you in 48 hours. And it was a total yes, intuitively. So I did it and interviewed a bunch of experts and specialists on what this phenomena was and came to understand that from 2012 to 2032, we're going through what's considered humanity's greatest evolutionary leap. And so that began a whole other new um, level to my work to help people understand why it seems like there's crises happening in society when it's actually and even within their own lives, depending on how proactively they're working within, because the old is crumbling and we're going into a new era now from 2012 to 2032. So we're kind of at the pivot point, just coming out of 2020. How's that, George? Nice. <laughs> well, there's a lot. Of, there's there's a lot of really great stuff there. So I appreciate you sharing all of it. And I'm fascinated by how there's only a handful of times, I think you said three times in your life, that, that you didn't go with your gut and, and your instincts. And I'm sure that you could probably point to and tell me exactly what those times were. Um, I'm fascinated also uh, because you and I could talk for hours and hours and hours and hours. And perhaps um, we'll have you back on the show to do that. Talking about how how we'd have, we as, 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 as Westerners, let's just use me as an example, that my life would be a lot easier if I stopped running from my mind and had a better appreciation for what you referred to as subtle, subtle energy. So let's just assume that, that, that I nod my head and say, okay, I'm interested in, in, in doing that. <laughs> how do I, how, 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 how do I get started? This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. So understand that 85% of, let's just take it easy, divide so I have background. I ended up teaching AP Psych in the classroom in the international school that I was an administrator and teacher at, ultimately, using that first major. And so there's an integration that goes on here within my um, presentation. So we have a subconscious, an unconscious, and a conscious mind. And the thoughts that you hear are from the conscious mind. Yet the absolute key phenomena to the creator's design of this human system is that 85-ish percent, and that ish, I find it more typically higher than that, of our choices we're making throughout our day, what to drink, what to eat, what we're doing for our profession, what area we're living in, what kind of car we drive, what we're wearing that day, who we're interacting with, what emails we're ch deleting out of our inbox without opening, all of it, it's made from the subconscious and the unconscious, which translates into meaning there is only at most 15% of our life lived from a conscious level where we're consciously choosing. Everything else is on robotics and repeating the past. It's the design and structure of the ego mind, which was given to us. The ego mind is the way we refer to what gets purified, so to speak, through the practice of meditation. So let's say that you have um, a strategy in your business. And I'm going beyond like, well, this is how we've always done it kind of a thing. Sure. 
Yeah. But instead, like even in the past year, I've seen the marketplace change for my target audience and client avatars. And so I'm aware of that and I'm asking questions to my guidance in the universe every day and making the space to receive that, like having different practices in my life where I'm more expansive and not just focused on task orientation so that I can receive that guidance and then integrate it into the tasks. So having an expansive consciousness where you can do what I just talked about, for example, to receive guidance, there is this undercurrent, which is, I wrote about this in my second book, Vibrational Upgrade, A Conspiracy for Your Bliss. And I was, anyway, I won't go into that, but the Tao, T-A-O, it's understood that chi is in all life. In our system, there's a distribution system, so to speak, within our own mind, body, spirit system. But then all of nature, all of life, it's called, translated into English, vital life force energy. And that backdrop to all of life, keeping it completely dry of divinity, spirituality, anything that my whole first book went into, what if there's nothing wrong, just understanding its consciousness that's there to support us. And the more we clear out our system of our old thinking and just living from the mind, that's a lot of talk right there, and we'll skip beyond that. And the more we open up our systems to allowing more of this chi or vital life force energy to flow through us, the more connected we'll be to that greater field. And the more we'll be able to perceive that all of life is working for me, not against me. And you can see this phenomenon if you were to ask a question, okay, if you have it in your business, what would it take for this blank, whatever it is, to become more blank, fill it in, whatever it is? And you would ask that like in a quieter moment, in the morning, in the shower, when you're at the beach, when you're on your run outside, whatever time you're more expansive. I am by no means at all insinuating you will get an answer in that next moment as if you're talking in a conversation. <laughs> Let's just be clear. <laughs> but um, what I've seen the phenomenon of is as I open up my clients' fields um, and have more of this clearing out more of like whether it's conditioning or it's parental imprints or it's trauma or it's karma. I mean, I've spent tens of thousands of dollars to learn how to clear karma. It's pretty tricky or it's just unconscious conclusions about, well, this is how I make my money. This is how the business world works. This is how we do it in America. All of those unconscious, um, I'm hearing people refer to them nowadays as biases, but I, I call them beliefs. When we start working with those and clearing those, it opens up more consciousness, that life force gets, that chi gets flowing more. You'll have more access to more of that guidance, so to speak. So like later on that day, maybe after a night's sleep, you'd get an answer. And so I, I do that on my clients' fields and then they start to blow up their lives in a good way in their businesses and everything gets more easy. Because it's just, George, one of the biggest things I learned coming back from Asia is how we do stuff in America particularly is so much more complicated, convoluted and heavy, particularly in business than it needs to be. Now I'm not claiming that Taiwan or, you know, I mean there's a lot of red tape everywhere, but there's just this um, slowness and sluggishness. I remember asking this to my students in the classroom. We were studying something in uh, one of the pieces of literature, and there was some uh, political thing going on. And I asked them, why is, why is Taiwan so quick to, and able to change a law? 
and it takes America forever. And it was extra credit. It gave the kids all the assignment. They came back. We talked the next day. And I came to realize, in part, it's when Taiwan's so small and we're so big over here. But there's just this lack of when we're weighed down by the mind, meaning you could have a great thinking mind, really intellectual. I have a PhD, really successful. But you could be locked in it. And you could be exercising every day, be more embodied, less in your head, and still have barely any of the, all of that other consciousness that's available at your disposal, because we're just not indoctrinated or enculturated here to pay attention to anything beyond the mind and then the external measurements. It's starting now, which is great. When you say it's starting now, what does that mean? Well, people have become aware of um, freedom in their way they earn their money rather than I have to do it this way. It has to be corporate. It has to be uh, in the cubicle, uh, in an office. I remember like in 2013, 14, 15, starting to see commercials for like legal Zoom for people who've taken their business, hmm. who've created a business based on their passion, you know, coming out of the the, the corporate gig or in, in doing a job like based on their crafts or uh, juicing or food trucks or whatever and just more support for um, passionate business small business owners so following one's heart following one's passion following the juice what causes you to have juice and then it just it's more common nomenclature in the states now and like even an easier example to understand in Taiwan yeah let's go to Thailand um, when we greet people our hands are in prayer position and it's with a smile and a head bow. Sawadi ka! And in India, it's namaste. So there's like this recognition of, of the full person in front of you. And I know when we typically meet people in the States, it's, hey, yeah, my name is, what do you do for a living? Quick label or assessment. So opening up to what's beyond what's right in front of us because we're so overwhelmed in the states because it is so convoluted you know between taxes between errands between home maintenance to find the time for the self-care that will allow us to open up our lives it's uh, you can really get locked in that momentum of i'm taking care of all that i have to take care of on the surface how do i have any space or time are you kidding allison that certainly makes sense to me and the the potential um because that's, I suppose, one of the things that we're really talking about here is if we are only really operating on 15% of, of, of our potential and that there's this massive potential that is out there and there's this vital life force which is there to support us, why wouldn't we begin to explore how better to tap into that? Got it. Great proceeding. I love it. Well, Allison, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Okay, how about if you're an entrepreneur or in your job, if there is something that you feel heavy about, you hate, you resist, a person even, that triggers you, ask your mind what's up with that. Like when it complains or when it has that judgment, oh, I hate when she comes by my desk what's so beyond what's up with that once you hear the conclusion well it's because she always wants something from me ask it is that even true because when you're in robot mode you're operating on conclusions um it's an oversimplified example but i have this thing like um 
NASA <laughs> to get you out of robot mode and to get you out of like, <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> so asking your mind, wait a minute, is that even true? You know, coming out of that dry, dull, down living and really starting to give some space to living in the present, that will help. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on, come on. Give me the, give me the, give me the sound one more time, Allison. Isn't it fun? <laughs> there it is. Yeah, yeah. That 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 loops that that loop that's that's running in my mind every time that that Stacy or Trent walks by. I'm like, oh, I can't stand that guy or that gal because of this. Ask yourself, you know what, George? Is that even true? I love it. Well, Allison, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Vibrationalupgrade.com is my website. And then uh, on Facebook, I have a free Facebook group. Look for Vibrational Upgrade. You can come in there and play. And my most recent book released uh, January 21st of this year, The Dragon Master Creatrix on Amazon. There's three other books there on Amazon. And then my third book, Reasonable Dragons, is on audible.com. You can start with any of those. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Dr. Allison your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to vibrationalupgrade.com. Find the uh, the Facebook group as well. Take advantage of the resources. And the newest book is the Dragon Master Creatrix. You got it. Nice. Love it. Perfect. Nice. Well, thank you again. So thank you again, Allison. Being with you too, by the way. <laughs> awesome. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.